Please be seated. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. I thought a lot about this text as I was preparing my sermon. Um, I thought a lot about uh, the adult forum I, was, I just did a few minutes ago um, about Me Too and the church, about how the church is grappling with that issue. And I thought about the relationship between Jesus and Thomas and all of the disciples. And I was reminded of some incidents in my own life that happened um, that were some of the most terrifying moments of my life. And the first one was um, when I went for a mammogram and the nurses took me aside after um, they took the images and they said, there's some issues with the images, so we're going to need to take some more pictures. And so we're going to need you to sit over here and wait. And um, you, you know from the, everything that's going on that the over here is not the good over here. It's not the over here where you want to be. So I was sitting there, and there was another woman there with me, and she was praying, and I was praying. And so I asked her when she sort of paused for a moment, I said, would you like to pray together? And she was very startled, and she said, no, thank you. And she looked at me, and she said to me, oh, don't worry, you're young, you know, nothing is wrong, you're gonna be fine. And it turns out, um, I wasn't fine, I had cancer. So I ended up going and being treated for it, and I received chemotherapy. And on one of the occasions when I was receiving my, my chemo infusion, again, I had one of the most terrifying moments of my life. And I was sitting, and there was a woman in front of me and a woman on each side of me. And first, the woman who was sitting in front of me lost consciousness during her infusion. And then the woman on the other side of me, um, she had a life-threatening reaction to the medication that she was receiving. And so the uh, alarms start going off, flashing lights, the nurses draw the curtains, um, they're blaring from the loudspeaker, code whatever, to section whatever, and um, doctors just start running in from every direction with crash carts and all kinds of stuff to try to stabilize this woman who was dying next to me. Um, she, she didn't die. She was stabilized. But in that moment, um, I was terrified, especially because the woman who was sitting on the other side of me and I both found out that she was receiving the same medication that we were about to receive. So um, the woman who was sitting on the other side of me had on a pink T-shirt with a silver bedazzled cross on it. And she was shaking and crying, and I was shaking and crying. And so I said to her, would you like to pray together? And she said, yes. <laughs> so we sat there, and we took each other's hands, and we prayed together um, until it was time for us to sort of break up and get our infusions and get our uh, Benadryl and go to sleep. So, um, And we, we got through that moment of terror together. And I, I was so grateful for that opportunity to have somebody to participate in my suffering. And a few months ago, I saw Tarana Burke, who is the founder of the Me Too movement, um, speak at Calvary Episcopal Church. And she talked about how when you see somebody who suffered a trauma and they come to you and they've suffered the same kind of trauma as you have, you just know what they're going to talk about. 
And a girl who she was working with came to her and she just knew what she was going to tell her. And she just wasn't, Ms. Burke wasn't able to, to hold that story at that moment. So she shut the girl down and she went home. And then she felt terrible about it because she realized that all she had had to do was just listen to the girl's story and acknowledge me too. And it's not about talking over one another or trying to one-up one another, but to listen and to acknowledge one another. It's an invitation to participate in one another's suffering so we don't have to bear it alone. Christ had a me too. He became human. Christ participated in our suffering through his humanity. His first me too was the incarnation. He became human so that he could experience all of the things, all of the human stuff that we experience. Illness and grief and loss and fear and failure, embarrassment, all of the things that human beings encounter, Jesus encountered because he was human. And eventually he suffered and he died just like we will eventually. Me too, Jesus said. So we have Thomas in today's gospel who is off not with the disciples when Jesus comes to them this first time. And the disciples come to Thomas and they say, we've seen Jesus. And Thomas says, no, I, I don't believe it. I, I participated in his suffering. I saw the wounds in his hands, the wounds in his side. I watched him die. And maybe Thomas isn't there because he feels like everything he believed in is gone, has died. So Thomas participated in Jesus' suffering. But the fact that Jesus has come back, Jesus has, has been there with his friends, something is working in Thomas. And Thomas is with the disciples when Jesus comes back again. So again, something's already working in Thomas, making him be part of community again. And he comes there, and Jesus appears to him, and Jesus says, take my hands. Put your hands in mine. You've participated in my suffering. Now participate in my resurrection. And Thomas says yes. Thomas accepts. He agrees. He says, my Lord and my God, and he believes. And Jesus says something really, really beautiful. He says, blessed are those who have not seen but believed. And that's all of us. That's all of us sitting here today. He's inviting us to participate in his resurrection. Jesus has already participated in our suffering, and now he invites us, all of us sitting here, to participate in his resurrection. And he doesn't just invite us to participate in, in, in his suffering and resurrection. He does this all in community. He talks about how the Father has sent him, so he's in community with the Father, but he's also in community with his disciples. He shows up, and he's there for Thomas, and he's there for the other disciples, and they're there for one another. He doesn't appear to Thomas alone. He appears to him when he's in community. So Jesus acknowledges that we're meant to be together. We're meant to be here with one another to bear each other's burdens, to participate in one another's suffering, but also one another's resurrection, that our salvation is linked to each other. And people get overwhelmed and they say, you know, what can I do? How, how can I help in the face of all this pain in the world, all this trauma, um, all this suffering that goes on? And 
guess what? You showed up today. You've participated in my suffering and my resurrection. This is the fourth time I've talked about this, like Noah said, and I've shared this with all of you. And you just had to, you know, listen to me. That's all you had to do. And you've already done this work of resurrection here today. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so thankful for that. So pat yourself on the back and say thank you. So that's, but I also want you to remember that we are about to take each other's hands and wish each other peace be with you, just as Christ did. And I want you to think about that as you're doing that. And I want you to ask God to touch your heart and to touch your mind, to give you the strength and the courage to bear one another's suffering and to participate in one another's resurrection going forward. So that as we show each other our wounds in our hands, we say to one another, peace be with you. Me too. Amen. Please.